0: So, you think you're untouchable.
1: Word life. This is basic thuganomics. This is basic thuganomics. Word life.
0: I'm pretty good with just listening to this.
2: For, for uh, an hour and a half, 90 Word minutes life. on a repeat?
0: You, you don't know that I once... Okay, there was a time. I know, because you oh, look I at me... we've
2: talked about this.
0: I, that you think that I'm cynical and I hate everything. And, and to some extent, that's true. I once bought... A John Cena lock necklace and used it as a lanyard for my keys when I was I don't know 20 years old maybe somewhere around there 1920 something like that strong, um,
1: strong.
0: the the what was the pay-per-view that was in Hershey I don't it know. might have been it wasn't it wasn't the rumble we went to the rumble in Philly there's a pay-per-view in Hershey Goldberg was was in the main event
2: like a judgment day
0: or it around, was a fall no, one i don 't no, remember it was a fall one something yeah, like something that. like that, yeah. and I definitely bought a John Cena lock necklace nice and use it as a lanyard for my nice. keys. All right. it is jobbing out. I am Glenn Clark, he is Aaron Oster, and this is episode number forty three believe it or not,
2: coming up on that one year
0: yeah right it is it is starting to get crazy uh, also it 's good because we took uh, last week off, so it 's nice to have the show back and I uh, appreciate you all understanding that uh, we have families and we have things going on. Happy New Year, everybody. Right, exactly. We're glad to be back, and we have a lot to yeah, do. Yeah. A lot big, to big, do. Big show. Um, yeah, well, well, it's the big show. Yeah, Join I us- it's going to be way better than that. <laughs> right. All right, joining us uh, this week, a couple of uh, guests. First of all, the Hall of Famer, Jake the Snake Roberts will be checking in with us. Um, We had DDP on in the fall to talk about this, but now an opportunity to chat with Jake about it. Uh, It is The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, which is a documentary that was made about uh, Jake's time spent living with Diamond Dallas Page and getting clean and turning his life around and uh, doing yoga and those things. And it is out on iTunes next Tuesday, so we will talk to uh, Jake about that and wrestling as well, of course. Uh, Court Bauer, former WWE writer now with Major League Wrestling Radio. Do I have that right? I correct? believe that's all correct. Right. Uh, Court's going to join us to talk about everything going on right now. He also broke the news about uh, some big changes or some big acquisitions for the WWE And this they may past need
2: week. those acu- <laughs> acquisitions.
0: <laughs> Immediately uh, from uh, New Japan Wrestling. So we'll talk to uh, Court Bauer about all of that. Uh, the biggest story, of course, of the week and where we start with our main event is, as you all know, uh, the news that John Cena is required, requiring, requires, requires. Yeah, that's Birmingham, the word.
2: hanging out with Dr. James yeah, Andrews right
0: now. Nothing <laughs> good that ever comes from that in the history of sports and the history of medicine. Uh, John Cena, shoulder surgery on the way. He will be out for WrestleMania. And we got exactly one match out of John Cena uh, when he returned and faced Alberto Del Rio. So um, a bunch of stuff from this obviously Aaron and, and you start with oh my god this is horrible news to the WWE as we have talked about so much since we started doing this show they have been so decimated by these it's two unbelievable these two in particular massive losses that they've suffered with Daniel Bryan barely around and with CM Punk having walked out of the company now you add this and the three biggest stars full-time of the last five years are now all off the table.
2: And throw, throw in Randy Orton as number four. Yeah, okay, I'm willing to do no, that, I'm, sure. Here's here's the stunning fact of the day. Go back to WrestleMania 31. Think about all the champions who walked out of thir- WrestleMania 31. Right. They are Seth Rollins, John Cena, Daniel Bryan, Tyson Kidd, Cesaro, Nikki Bella. All on the injury list right now. Uh, it's,
0: it's, I mean, it is... Uh, it's stunning. No doubt. It is just absolutely... They are decimated. Now, um, look, they have options. They do have options. And we, you and I actually happened to be together last night when we got the news and we started talking about some of that, wasting some of our material that we could use on the podcast. we got to do better about that. we got to stop talking about wrestling when we're not recording. Um, and, and I think that's where everybody is is sort of looking to right now. What's obvious is they're going to continue to elevate Roman Reigns as the star of stars. We said this when they knew that John Cena was stepping away. They had clearly eyed Roman Reigns to be the replacement of John Cena. That is
2: the one thing that does not
0: change Nothing. on the, he, on the he is John Cena for the WWE for as long as John Cena isn't there. Now, now a couple we, things with that. He's not John Cena. He's not John Cena. Not yet, at least. Maybe he, he will be, be at he some point. Be. He's not John Cena. Um, and... That also means there's no Roman Reigns, right? Like, if you elevate Roman Reigns to John Cena, then you have to replace Roman Reigns. Like the, right. The, the trickle down effect is significant here. Now, it's trickle down economics, I believe, is in, what you would in call it, or thugonomics. Yes, trickle down, thug-onomic. trickle down thugonomics. Trickle
2: down thugonomics. When it comes to WrestleMania itself, um, it doesn't affect. We, if we're assuming. we, And it's not necessarily an assumption, and we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, that I think the announcement about the Royal Rumble has potentially changed some things that we might have assumed about WrestleMania. But, you know, we assumed Roman Reigns was going to be in that title match against someone. We don't know yet. Right. The number two match that had been penciled in, it seemed like the only other match that we were somewhat confident on. It's interesting, but
0: with zero build, with zero even... Well, we
2: we assumed that the build was going to come after the Rumble, because that's when the Undertaker build usually comes. Right.
0: But, I mean, not even anything that had happened that had maybe given you, like, a thought, that this was something that was happening. But it
2: seemed to be... Any report that came out about WrestleMania, which there have been few and far between this year, it's been very unusual for WrestleMania that you didn't get a pretty decent idea of how the car was at least sort of starting to structure. And part of that is due to the injuries. Other parts is just that I don't know if they necessarily knew exactly what they wanted to. But the one that had been in pencil, at least in pencil, for the past few months had been Cena against Undertaker.
0: Which I've said before. I get it. It's two big stars. They've never faced each other before. Before Undertaker can't physically can't wrestle any right. longer and, at WrestleMania. They had wrestled before, but before well, not, at, not at WrestleMania. At, but,
2: well, and before, not since Cena had become Cena. They had not wrestled at any point. Fair,
0: but I think it's more significant that he hadn't faced him at WrestleMania, where the Undertaker matters. Right. Again, that's all the only, the only thing we right. care about. The Undertaker right now is Undertaker at WrestleMania. Um, I never really liked it, to tell you the truth. I was never really. It was u- a
2: big whether or not you liked it. It was a big match that you can build your advertising
0: around, I, and I and I get that. But it, it, I just never saw a way to do this where it didn't feel forced. I, I it never was going to feel forced. I, but I never saw a thing
2: involving the Undertaker these days feels forced. Did it?
0: I never thought that that the. Um, You know, the only one that I really thought was forced was CM Punk. That was the only one that that felt...
2: Bray felt a little
0: forced. I didn't feel like it was forced because it was sort of logical based on the character. Like, the character of Bray Wyatt, it it made sense to me to go down that road with Bray Wyatt.
2: It it wasn't a terrible thing. It it was semi... He at least was a heel. Yeah, okay, fine. I mean, like
0: (laughs) this is is what I... my, My big issue is... These are the two guys, and we all know that John Cena, yes, is not really a face. But he's for a lot, face. But he's, as a character, the character of John Cena has been presented as a he face. He a character face, yes. To, to then present John Cena versus The Undertaker, when these are the two biggest faces that you've had, didn't really make a lot of sense, other than Daniel Bryan, I guess. Yeah. Um, it didn't really make a lot of sense at, for any reason. At
2: the same time, from a business standpoint, from a we want to make this feel like a really big show, it makes perfect sense. And that's what they were going for there. They were like... We need that marquee match. Like, whether or not Reigns-Lesnar, Reigns-Triple-H, Reigns-whatever-they-want-to-do is that marquee match, you knew that on the billing, Cena versus The Undertaker was going to be something like, oh, that's something that the casual fan, you know, whether or not the regular fan, the casual fan would be like, oh, I recognize those two names. Right. I know that's a big match. Yeah, I I hear you. It has a big match
0: feel to it. I guess, I guess for me is the question, can you do that with anyone in The Undertaker?
2: And I don't think, I think the answer is no.
0: Okay,
2: I don't I I I feel like CM Punk, for example, you you talked about CM Punk vs. The Undertaker, as big as CM Punk was, to the casual fan, it, it, you know, you knew that because it was The Undertaker, because it was the streak, it was a fairly big match, but didn't have the, Marquee big match. Feel I, I, to I, it.
0: I I guess maybe part of this is I'm not ready to make your jump that, that you're making, which is that this would have definitely been perfect, right? Like,
2: it I wouldn't have been perfect. I, th- I, mean,
0: I think that it would have felt like it mattered, but I think the wrestling fans there would have been a lot of a. Eh, but it, you know, eh, I, eh.
2: it depends. I, I think there are wrestling fans, you know, looking out there who did basically because they haven't seen it. It's something that in a day and age where we have seen everything, unless someone debuts for a new company, Right. this is something we haven't seen before. Uh, yeah. And, and, and the fresh, you know, it's not really fresh because it's seen in The Undertaker, but it is a new matchup. And that's something, again... What new matchup? Like, what right. new matchups and, can we possibly see? And this is
0: where we come to, which is, what do you do now with The Undertaker at WrestleMania? There, there's only and,
2: one big match I can think of, and I don't even know if it's possible, and well, it's Sting.
0: Well, we, oh, Sting, yeah, is definitely... Well,
2: we don't know how we don't know his health, and that would be you know something that people would want to see. It's
0: and the word was that even when he was healthy, there wasn't much of a
2: of an interest. But now with all of these injuries, you got to wonder: does WWE resist? And I,
0: I always thought this would to me that's way better than if you can do Sting Undertaker. I don't have any interest in seeing those two guys grapple with each other. I don't. But I think as far as Interest. It, it,
2: it's yes. It is I think the that's the best you can. I think it's
0: better than John Cena, Undertaker. I think you get everyone. I, I disagree,
2: but I, I definitely, it's w- worth an argument. You know, like R- I, I right. I'm not going to argue the I, fact that I'm, you I'm the
0: wrong guy to have an opinion because again, I don't want to see either of those guys wrestle anymore. Right. I'm done. I'm, I'm over watching 50 year olds wrestle. So
2: if if Sting's there and if you can, conv- you know, Vince finally says, "Okay, I give up. We're going right. to do Sting we'll Undertaker." will do it. Yeah. That's w- that's where you go. We have no idea. The Sting injury is. One of the biggest question marks, because he's not a regular wrestler, we have no idea what his status is. Yeah, that's a great point. He could be healthy right now. He could be retired. We have no idea one way or another. And so that's possible. We've t- we talked yesterday uh, off the air about you know, trying to bring in an outside source, whether it's – you know we know The Rock is going to be there. Uh, that would feel really awkward, The Rock. And under- yeah, I have right? no interest in that. Uh, and, and we believe that The Rock won't be able to unless they – you know, because of his movie deals. Uh, we talked about pr- trying to bring in Batista. Uh, they start shooting Guardians 2 in mid-February.
0: It makes it tough.
2: I don't think they'll be done by the first weekend of April. I could Can't be wrong. I, I could be wrong about it. I don't think they'll be done. And if they are filming, they're, they're not giving Batista an exception to go out and wrestle at WrestleMania if would, he's in the middle of Guardians. You would
0: presume that unless it was traded off for some massive... Alright, Marvel, we're gonna uh, give you X amount of dollars of free advertising over the course of the year. I don't think
2: Marvel cares about WWE uh, and, <laughs> and, 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 advertising. And, and, and,
0: well, you say that though, but
2: it, I don't, I don't, think they're, disagree. I don't, I don't think they're taking any risk I, with and r- that, their big I, movie I hear for you, that they, that they still
0: might not be willing to do it, but I, 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 I don't, I don't think you don't have the conversation Here's
2: because the thing, of that. I, I think if it was a, A Rock situation where it wasn't in the middle of filming, but, you know, they just don't want to risk him not being able to appear at various things because of injuries or whatever. I think that's possible. I think in the middle of filming, uh, I would just be stunned.
0: Okay. I I hear what you're saying. Um, Let me throw out a couple of things as far as what else I think you can do with The Undertaker. I don't have a problem with if, for whatever reason, you can get Seth Rollins back by WrestleMania. I get it. That's a huge if. Right. I don't mind Seth Rollins Undertaker. I think that's a big match. I think it's yeah. a, a heel against a face. I think it's something we've never seen before. I think you can sell that as a big match, and you do this thing where you can bring Seth Rollins back without having to necessarily interject him right back into the title picture. And I, that would be my question:
2: is I, I think it would almost be awkward at this point if you bring back if you if you well, rush Rollins because because in that point you're rushing him a little bit, right? Whether or not he's like. If you're rushing him back and not rushing him back to put him back in the title picture, feels a little awkward. Well,
0: except for the fact that you've got the title picture handled right now to our belief if, if Seth um, Rollins
2: is ready at the beginning of March especially because of what's happening now and the fact that they don't have to decide the main event right now of Wrestlemania what I, one thing I, that I the hear Rumble
0: you did. I well we'll get to that in a second we'll get to that, we'll in, get in, a to that in a second
2: but I, I'm saying if you're going to rush him back I think you're rushing him back for the title. whereas
0: I would say you can have him in that match and not have to have him do a thing until Wrestlemania right I mean you can that match Seth Rollins Undertaker you don't this you get what you always get with the Undertaker. You don't really need either of them right. to promote that match. It's just a match that's there. You can do it with one appearance from either one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, it's something that can be done easily. You,
2: you want you want a wild card in here that I don't think they would do, but this goes into a hey, we're going to use now you know we know that the idea of having the biggest WrestleMania ever probably out the window with all these injuries, with the fact that we can't bring in all these stars. We're going to use this to create new stars. Why don't you do Demon versus Demon? You do Undertaker vs. Finn Balor. Yeah, I
0: hear you. I just I
2: I don't think it'll happen and I don't know if I even necessarily like it, but if you're looking for okay, we need someone on this roster who's going to have a big match with Undertaker that we can sell. Right. That's the mark. Demon versus Demon is the mark. I get what you're
3: saying.
0: I just don't think you can can put someone in a match with the Undertaker that wasn't on the main roster at the beginning of the year. I just I, I find that really, really difficult. I think it's more plausible to try to do a Kevin Owens Undertaker match. Uh, and I don't have a problem with the Kevin Owens Undertaker match, by the way. I I think I would like a Kevin Owens Undertaker match. I, I wouldn't. Match. I wouldn't hate it. Um, you just think that there's another plan for Kevin Owens. I, I think there's a better plan yeah. for Kevin Owens. Um, so I look. It sucks. There's no doubt for the WWE. It sucks as far as WrestleMania is concerned. But I, God, I do think some there's some of their
2: best. I'll, I'll say this. Some of the best work WWE has ever done has when they've been backed into a corner because of injuries. I hear you. Two thousand, they were starting to get a little decimated with injuries. They had Austin go down, obviously that was the big name. They had a few other injuries, and creatively, two thousand was the best year in the history of wrestling.
0: Well, they had to turn to the next group of stars. The problem is a lot of the next group of stars, and this is maybe speaks to one of the problems they faced, which is by bringing in all these part timers, they've they have, the growth. Yes. They, they have not been able to fully elevate that next group. To where they are legitimate. But they also main event. have
2: had a comfort zone where they haven't had to either. They've
0: been able to go back to John Cena and Randy Orton Over, at every yes. single turn. And, every and, time. And business-wise,
2: whatever you think of it creatively, business-wise, for the most part, it's been you know. Let's okay. just admit
0: that we know this ends up with being Undertaker Sheamus at WrestleMania. Oh, well, clearly. Right? Like we just know that that's the way this is going to go down. All these other ideas that we've had, they're going to get to it and they're just going to say, "Oh, what the hell, Sheamus?" Sheamus.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's the way it's going to go. Or, 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 uh, you know. Undertaker fence. <laughs>
0: right. All right. So the other big story of the week, of course, is on Monday night. Um, on, on at the end of Raw. By the way, we're not really going to have a lot of time to talk about Raw itself. For the first Raw of 2016, incredibly disappointing. Oh really? Yeah. I thought it was. Incredibly. I thought it was.
2: I didn't think that it was huge, but I thought it was a very solid, very I well it, paced. And I, I, the past few weeks, we didn't get to talk about the last RAW of uh, 2015, but I think the past few weeks they've kind of been going back to the formula where we're going to use RAW as a setup for the future. I, I'm gonna. And tra- I really like
0: that. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, it still reeks to me of writing an hour before the show, of not having the the, the McMahon stuff. To me, has just been bad well, upon the, bad the, upon bad. I don't disagree upon bad with you. I don't
2: disagree with you entirely that the McMahon segments haven't been great, but what they represent, the idea of, okay, here's, you know, we kind of got away from using Raw's to set up the pay-per-view. We're using Raw's as their own entities. The past few weeks they've been using Raw to set up the future, and I really like that. I
0: hear what you're saying on that. I think what disappoints me, particularly with the McMahon stuff, is you have Vince McMahon. Yeah. This is Vince effing McMahon, and
1: what have you done
2: with it? But to be fair, like, this is what Vince has been. We, we remember it. I, we remember a lot of the good I, I with Vince you. McMahon. There was a lot of this but, when it came to Vince McMahon but, in the past. I, eh, there been, was a lot. There's been of- a
0: lot of hokey. I agree with that. But I think the plot lines have been the problem. The notion that you're Vince McMahon and the best you can do to threaten. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, here's This is the problem you're going to face is you have to face Sheamus, who stinks and who you always beat the title and I'm going to be the guest referee but in like always in the
2: beautiful medium yeah, pressure oh, God <laughs> bless
0: that but like always if you can just knock me out a 70 year old man you can get some other referee well, I, th- to come in. That was in. just
2: done badly because he wasn't even knocked out. He was in the ring and calling down for the ref. I mean, that was that was it, really it's, weird. And but that's what it, I'm it, saying. It, it was done. It,
0: The plot line is so I agree dumb. With you. The
2: execution has not been perfect, but as far as the structure of the shows, I've really enjoyed it. Okay. The I, yeah, time. I
0: haven't really spent a lot of time thinking about that. Here, the big news at the end of the night. Uh, so uh, Roman Reigns foils the McMahons again. But hey, look at what we've got for you next. You you're gonna throw uh, you're gonna face everybody for the title yes. in the Royal Rumble yes and uh, I you hate it I love it You've never been more wrong about anything I, it's no the way dumbest thing they could you possibly do
3: explain why
2: I'm why I'm wrong here in because
0: you you've never given me anything so so just this is really difficult because we're doing a podcast but Aaron and I ended up yelling at each other about this for about forty five minutes yesterday <laughs> um, what you've done now is you've taken the match that mm-hmm. is frankly at the beginning of the year the one that most is most looked forward yes, to it's by. A, it's,
2: it's a very it's, fun Money show. Money in the Bank is good. It,
0: it's very fun. Yes, it's, it's but, one of the. But most without fun. knowing the competitors, you, you everyone have gambling, wants. You
2: have surprises. It's, it's Everyone yes, wants yes, the yes, Royal yes, yes. Rumble.
0: Yes. Yes. You don't need to do anything with the Royal Rumble. Doing anything with it is kind of dumb because you're taking something that's already perfect and you're now altering it in any way. But you're doing it at the expense of having a title match the same so night. So Rain now, Sheamus, you want to see that? Uh, do I do I really want to see Rain Sheamus? Not particularly. Um, that's, but that's the match you probably when, be getting. When they sell a pay-per-view, yeah. How much more does it help to have Rain Sheamus on the match? Not much. Nah, you're totally wrong no. about that. If um, it didn't help, they wouldn't do it.
2: So you you say that it's going to hurt the rumble? Is that or like,
0: I, I, I just don't understand. Um, it's mostly purpose. that it's unnecessary. Okay. It's, it's mostly I unnecessary. And is- second of all, it is, it, let me tell you something. This is when you and I were talking about this yesterday. You, one of my big arguments is one of the issues that I have yeah. is that you're now guaranteeing that Roman Reigns is one of the last two people. Which together. I, I don't necessarily but, agree. You, there, you there know are, you're wrong about this because well, any time there has been a championship match that involved more than two people, false. Ch-
2: some of the elimination chambers, the
0: champion went out before
2: the final two. M-
0: maybe a couple. I, maybe a couple. You're right for the most, but, but there, there, the, there have been how many matches? I'm talking about in the history of the WWE. You're right. There have been thousands of matches yes, but, for a championship, and there have been, there I, have I, been I, maybe I, two I'm that ever present, didn't have a champion. Is that a scenario
2: for you here? And you tell me if this is impossible. Not saying whether it's likely or not, but saying whether it's impossible. Final four is in there. Let's say it's, oh, you know, Reigns, Owens, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar. Right. Uh, Owens and Triple H, you know, know, showdown between Triple H and Reigns. Owens comes in, low blows uh, Reigns. They're up against the ropes. Triple H dumps them both, and then Brock dumps Triple H. That's the situation Reigns is not in the final two. But it's plausible. Nah,
0: it's not really plausible. It's
2: as plausible. I mean, if you're saying that's not plausible, then you're saying that going in there were was one person who could win the Rumble if it was just a number See, of and, a and, 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 and
0: I'm going I'm to disagree with that entirely because there's always the possibility. Well, then that, there's
2: always the possibility of what
0: I just said. It, yeah, but it's not. Dude, again, the history of the WWE suggests it's not. Every ounce of the history 10% of the WWE. Chance, 10% chance. Maybe. I okay, don't think we can I, even sell that it's a 10% chance.
2: Here's my point here. You're, you're talking about these pl- the degree of plausibility, I guess, is what we're talking about here. Yes. Going into this, plausibility here, meaning there was more than a 5% chance of so. Name the people that there was more than a 5% chance of winning the Rumble.
0: Uh, a More than a 5% chance? Yes. It's difficult because you're talking about a 30-man event. Right. But I think that we would all agree there was a more than 5% chance that Triple H gets into the Rumble and wins it. I think there was more than a 5% chance that Brock Lesnar somehow yes. wins the Rumble. Who else? Um, the other ones that you would throw out there, right, would be that Kevin Owens were to win the Rumble. Um, I
2: I think that it's just as likely that Roman Reigns isn't in the final two as Kevin Owens was to win the Rumble.
0: And here's what I am going to tell you, I don't know that. Because I keep coming back to, I don't know that the Triple H-Roman Reigns match needs to involve the championship, and I kind of like it better if it doesn't involve the championship. I I don't
2: disagree with you, but then Brock Lesnar wins the Rumble.
0: Maybe, or you have Brock Lesnar face Roman Reigns for the title at, at Royal Rumble, and... Then you have Kevin Owens you know win, what, the, I, win the win the Rumble. Kevin
2: Owens still has a chance to win the Rumble even with the title. Yeah, if and, you want to make is, the argument that you can take, win, but I'm I think right now, just looking at it from afar. But
0: everything that I presented involves you getting two matches out of this deal. That's, that's the biggest I don't, difference. I don't
2: care about Reigns-Sheamus. I I'm, I, I'm willing to I just said it didn't
0: have to be Reigns-Sheamus.
2: That would have been, if there was a title match at the Royal it Rumble. It might have
0: been, or it could have been Reigns-Lesnar, which would have made it, a lot of sense. It would have
2: made no sense.
0: How are you saying it, it makes no sense? So... If Brock Lesnar exists, it makes sense for him to compete for a championship. Period.
2: Fine. But it wouldn't have been. It, it just wouldn't have been. It doesn't... No, I, I don't agree. So, in the so now you're thing.
0: shutting down any opportunity for creativity in order to make yourself right?
2: No, I'm not sure. But fine. But if we're doing creativity, then then I'm going to say Dean Ambrose can win the Rumble now. I think there's more of a chance of Dean Ambrose winning the Rumble for the title than him winning for the number one contender. How does that make any sense? Because you, if you're looking for a surprise, okay, we need something to do here. We want to do a quick touch. We want something that will get a pop We need, we want something that won't necessarily lead to Reigns X at WrestleMania. Dean Ambrose Uh coming in, like, let's say. And you still
0: don't have a championship match.
2: I don't care about the uh, Royal Rumble Again, you are willing to sacrifice a championship match. I do not an, care a about a Brock match. Lesnar, Hardcore Holly tight match. I, I, there's history.
0: no Hardcore Holly involved in this I'm, one.
2: I'm just saying. Historically, yeah. the Royal Rumble because here's where
0: you're match. right. If they were just going to do Reigns-Sheamus, you're right. But that's an indictment that I can put on the WWE on its own. What I don't you'd, need you'd rather, you'd is for all of this to be kicked out to say, we're going to put the title in the match that didn't need any help. The match that was who's perfect you, already.
2: You have Reigns-Lesnar. Who's winning the Rumble?
0: Uh, at that point, you could have Kevin Owens win the Rumble. You can have Lesnar win the title. You can have. You could
2: still do all that.
0: You, you could, could still... with one match instead of two.
2: I disagree. I think there are now. You're, here's, here's, you're... I'm looking at it because you're right. I do not care. I am willing to sacrifice the Rumble title match because historically. Historically, the Rumble title match has been displayed. There are many, exceptions are exceptions. There's to a it. course of exceptions, l- and it also year, puts
0: it on the laziness of the WWE.
2: That's fine, but it's also because they want a guy like Brock Lesnar uh, in the Rumble. They want some of their mar- big marquee. They don't want their two I, marquee names. I, I, there. I and again, understand that. again, last year that. was an exception. I'm saying right now, right now it was to the point. The Royal Rumble. Yeah, last We're, year provided
0: us the match of the year, yeah, no, by the I, way.
2: I, I'm saying last year was, a, was an exception. This year, but so
0: we should just throw that out.
2: I'm saying, hold on, stop. You're talking about the Rumble, the Rumble match as the thing a lot of people look forward to more than anything else in the yes. calendar year. The Rumble this year was to the point where sports books, who normally list, you know, here's your favorite, second favorite, they're going all the way down the list. We're saying Brock, only giving you one bet: Brock Lesnar versus the field. Okay.
0: I don't bet on it. I don't need that.
2: I, I understand, but I'm saying... But that, to me, that would go was, back to... That was viewed as how predictable I this Rumble I can indict was.
0: two separate things.
2: That's fine. I'm saying I can the in- Rumble match is now better because it is less predictable. I think that they're... If, if for the only reason that anyone who could have won it before... Those people can still win it, plus Roman Reigns can win it. now. But yet
0: there's no championship match.
2: I, I don't care about the championship and
0: match. And that's the problem. I, you I, are willing to just dismiss this right. and for the sake of winning an argument.
2: No, I'm willing to dismiss it because I want the Rumble match. I'd rather have a better Rumble match than what and, I'd rather and have a As be- I've
0: always said, there's no reason why you can't have both. I think if you're just saying the WWE is too lazy to make it work, then that's a different indictment to me. But to completely piss it away because of their laziness, that's not okay.
2: I'm not willing to piss it away. I'm saying that I want the Rumble match to be good. I think that we had, we've discussed the Rumble match in depth over the past few weeks, and we've realized they have an issue. They have an issue where there's not really a perfect guy to win it under these circumstances because of a combination between the moment and what the match sets up. There really wasn't. There were oh, And
0: because of the decimated nature of the roster.
2: Oh, right. That's what I'm saying. This gives you options. This gives you a different, this gives you more options for the title match. The only option is, that
0: you've changed is Roman Reigns. That's the only one that you've presented well, to me that's different.
2: Well, hold on. I tell you this. We talked about Seth Rollins a second ago. Uh huh. What if, Seth, they're, they're getting word now, Seth Rollins, there's a chance he's ready by March. So now what we can do, we don't have to have him win the Rumble uh-huh. anymore. We have Roman Reigns win but the But you've Rumble. never
0: had a problem getting somebody else into the championship match into at WrestleMania. It, but you've never now, had a problem But then, with that. then
2: you're talking about a triple threat match. I'm saying they want... Or having
0: somebody put their title chance on the line.
2: Well, I, And I hate that. Yeah, I I, I'm not hate telling you that. I
0: love it, but I you've never it. had a problem doing it.
2: I have a problem doing it. I, hate, I think that's the worst thing you could do. I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely uh, hate I, it. I hate it when Mysterio did it. I hate it when Cena...
0: I, I hear you not liking it. No, I hear I that, but they've it. never had a problem doing I like, it.
2: They did. I. You're right. This is me personally. Yeah, that. correct. I think that is the worst thing.
0: You've still sacrificed a championship. match. I don't match care about a, a championship
2: match. That's I do you. Not. That's, that's fine. That's, that's Aaron. That's for be- me. The
0: totality of building a pay per view. I to... I don't, I don't to get want people the pay per
2: view. To... I don't care. I care about the rumble match when it comes and to it, the and Royal I Rumble. I didn't have a
0: problem with the rumble match to begin with.
2: I. I, the rumble match problem. is
0: wonderful. It's I, the Royal I, Rumble. I had
2: a slight problem with the way that. I don't, it was I don't know developing. if you know this. It's
0: thirty guys trying to knock each other out of a ring. I, and now they're. You could do it tomorrow, to, and, and I'd be all in. And
2: now they're trying to knock each other out for the title. Yeah, no. And I think that's even nope, better. Don't need it. Don't when need it. They back. can get the title <laughs> at WrestleMania.
0: Uh, We're going to talk more about the John Cena problem, as well as some new talent coming the way of the WWE. They need it. Yeah, no doubt. Court Bauer, former writer for the WWE, now with Major League Wrestling Radio, will join us. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. This is Jobbing Out.
3: If you're like most folks, you drop by your local Royal Farm store for a fast, fresh, delicious breakfast sandwich on your way to wherever it is you're on your way to. Maybe it's a plain bagel with cream cheese, or maybe it's the bacon egg and cheese, or ham, or sausage, or even our chicken egg and cheese. And maybe it's not just for breakfast, because you can get our breakfast sandwiches anytime, day or night. But maybe you're in the mood for something a little different, a new twist on an old idea, the great taste of a hometown favorite. Maybe you're ready for Royal Farms' new Scrapple Breakfast Sandwiches. That's right. For just $2.89, you can get tasty, crispy Scrapple with your choice of cheese and eggs on a biscuit, bagel, bread, or croissant. There's no better way to start your day or start your lunch or your midnight snack. The new Royal Farms Scrapple Breakfast Sandwiches. Just $2.89 at Royal Farms real fresh, real fast. Are you a believer in The Retriever? The UMBC Sports Marketing team is
4: proud to support UMBC Athletics through marketing and promoting the UMBC Division I game day experience with giveaways, in-game entertainment, and much, much more. Tickets for Retriever action start as low as $2. Follow UMBC Sports on Instagram at retriever Believer and on Twitter at UMBC Sports Marketing for all your promotional updates of The Retriever. For a complete schedule of UMBC Athletics, Visit UMBCRetrievers.com. The UMBC Sports Marketing staff looks forward to seeing you as a Retriever Believer at the Games.
5: Everyone knows the saying, jack of all trades, master of none. But that doesn't apply to the BMW 5 Series. It's available with up to 445 horsepower. It also has excellent fuel efficiency. The BMW 5 Series, jack of all trades, master of all trades. Hurry into your local BMW center and get attractive lease and finance options on the BMW 5 Series. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
4: Visit Northwest BMW in Owings Mills.
1: Thursday, January 28th, Michaels 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Maryland. The Super Brawl of Boxing. Yes, indeedy. This is going to be a knockdown, drag-out time that you do not want to miss. Featuring Brian Bam Bam Horschlager. ...versus Dallas Butts... ...for the Super Heavyweight Championship belt. Donald Wallace... ...versus Tyrell Boyd... ...for the Super Middleweight Championship belt. Stephon McRae... ...outstanding basketball player... ...from Stevenson University... ...versus T.J. Mottinger... ...for the Super Brawl belt. Joey Veezy ...versus Andre Harris for their Super Brawl belt. You don't want to miss these guys. January 28th, Michael's 8th Avenue, Glen Burnie, Maryland. Doors open at 6.30, first fight at 8.15. Please be there on time. And for tickets, please go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. You might want to get the VIP seats. That comes with a free buffet before the fights start.
6: Jake the Snake Super Brawl of Boxing. Thursday, January 28th at Michael's 8th Avenue. Tickets start at $25. Call 410-375-9175 or visit BaltimoreBoxing.com.
0: so cool. I want This Is My Music.
2: It, it really is one of the great
0: games in wrestling. God, that's cool. Shinsuke Nakamura. All right, it is Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And joining us in segment number two of this week's show, MLWradio.com, former WWE writer. It's a pleasure to welcome in Court Bauer. Court, it's Glenn and Aaron. Thank you for taking the time for us this week. And what is... Quite the week in professional wrestling. Yeah, uh,
7: 2016 is starting with the big bang. We thought it would just be Wrestle Kingdom and getting uh, ready for the road to WrestleMania with the Royal Rumble coming up later in the month, but nope. We already had some big matches at Wrestle Kingdom, even some bigger town acquisitions, and it's just the first week of January.
2: Yeah, you were the first one on this. Why don't you, uh, you know, for anyone who somehow has been living under a rock yet is listening <laughs> to this podcast, why don't you describe, uh, what you reported and how you found this out?
7: Um, well, yeah, uh, right after, uh, the Wrestle Kingdom show went down, um, I did a podcast, uh, for MLW Radio, just kind of running down Wrestle Kingdom 10, and, uh, We have our our go-to guy in our uh, family of podcasts that just focuses on Japanese wrestling. So I did the show with him. As soon as the show was over, my uh, phone started blowing up with text from Japan. My uh, inbox started blowing up with uh, just a lot of chatter about what was going on. Uh, And quickly I found out that um, a large group had given notice. And uh, typically New Japan contracts are January to January. They've been like this for probably at least two decades and uh, these guys wouldn't be renewing uh, and that they were uh, pursuing opportunities elsewhere uh, and Shinsuke Nakamura was one of those individuals that would be leaving and uh, Gato and Jado, the booking team at New Japan along with New Japan ownership really were just stunned by this news they were anticipating this um, and uh, in addition to Shinsuke you had AJ Styles uh, and other members of the Bull Club, major players, guys that had gone all the way to the G1, which is like their, one of their biggest, uh, events of the year. It's a tournament. It takes up almost a month. Um, they've had some major players and, and, and now these guys are all giving notice at the same time when, uh, it's almost like gutting a company in a way. Uh, not that, that was the design, but that's just the, the impact of a move like this where all these guys move. To another company, but they're all the same age. They're all thirty-five, thirty-six. They're entering their prime earning years, where you're you're physically able to still go. Psychologically, you're at a different level. Everything is converging, and you have a pretty good star power. uh you're, you're packaged perfectly at that point. Typically, this is the time to make the big run. Thirty-five to forty. You look at virtually every big star in the last, I don't know, half century, if not longer. This is when it's go time. This is when you cash in, and. Uh, it's just been, it's, it's serendipitous that's worked out that not only these guys all got the call, but they get to come into WWE, uh, and work with their friends, uh, Finn Balor and, and many other colleagues, but also go in as a group. So it's not as awkward. It's not as overwhelming. Um, last time that something like this happened was probably with, uh, the group that left WCW, Mm -hmm. the Radicals Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, that whole crew. And they came to WWE around 2000 and, uh, it's also reminiscent of what Vince did in the 80s with AWA, with many territories mm-hmm. where he took their, uh, their key cornerstones of the company, the talent, uh, and would offer them incredible opportunity, financial, a great financial package, TV exposure that was unprecedented, and quickly accumulated an amazing roster. And you look at AAA in, uh, September, and Alberto, uh, was pursued, and Voila, the next month uh, in L.A. and hot, had Hell in a Cell, he debuted. Uh, and, and he was the AAA Mega Champion, also Star Underground. Fast forward to the present, and you got, like I said, the cornerstones of New Japan in a lot of ways. Uh, and now they're coming in. So, Triple H is making some great moves. He has great taste and talent. And it's at a time when the WWE needs to repopulate its roster. John Cena, again, injured. Daniel Bryan, a big question mark. Randy Orton, injured. Seth Rollins injured, and who knows who's next? We also have Cesaro injured, and Brock Lesnar's only a part-timer. So uh, they needed this uh, really bad. This is a big shot in the arm for them, and it's a win-win situation. I think it'll, it'll freshen it up for uh, New Japan. Uh, gives them a challenge to repopulate their roster with, with new top stars to keep it fresh, which I think they needed to do so. Uh, I think this is a very positive thing for everyone. You know, I get, there's, the long term.
0: there's so much that comes out of this. Um, let's try to go piece by piece if we can. One, sure. how much of this do you think, and, and I know Aaron pointed this out this week, we see the announcement on Raw that the WWE Network is now available in Japan. How quickly do you think we can correlate these two things? Well,
7: yeah, that, that's been something that we heard on our end, that uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be one of the faces of, uh, of uh, the WWE Japan Network. Uh, which did launch on the 5th. So, yeah, I, I think it's a wise move. You also have Atami. Uh, I am curious to see what Tommy's future is with WWE. Um, I've, I've heard that he's kind of homesick, but also a little bit frustrated. But those kind of things can be resolved, and maybe with uh, some of these guys coming over, even though he worked for a rival company, maybe it gives him optimism, uh, because he's a talented guy that just unfortunately haven't we haven't been able to see Uh, enough of because of an injury, a shoulder injury, but also just seemingly now uh, just not being utilized. So he's a question mark, but uh, we'll see.
2: Now, you brought up something with, uh, you talked about how they went out, got uh, Del Rio, and you brought up the AWA rate in the past and back in the 80s. If you had to put a number on it, what percentage of this would you say is them just trying to bring in talent wherever they can get it, have Mm -hmm. an influx of the roster? And what percentage do you think might be, is this an actual... They feel a little bit threatened by New Japan's growing popularity, and they wanted to do something to hurt it.
7: Well, I, I think it's a bit uh, convenient when you have access, literally, access TV. Uh, and there's Mara Ranallo, who just debuted on SmackDown. Great voice, great talent, uh, and something uh, that the WWE needs, a, a fresh new voice that has incredible instincts and a great resume and can get the job done. But that access TV show gives you an opportunity to sample what else is out there very quickly. Now, you don't need town scouts to go over to Japan. You can see these guys uh, from your living room or at Titan Towers. And uh, they're great talent. And I, from when I was there at WWE, I wanted them to go after, at the time, this is 2005, 2006, Mystico, the biggest box office sensation at that point in time in Mexico, breaking all types of records, great talent. Um, and, and I remember wanting to go after some of the Dragon Gate guys, like at the time, Milano Collection, AT, who was an amazing talent until so he, he got injured, uh, and several other guys. Uh, it was a no-brainer, in my opinion, and, and, and you have the the wherewithal to pursue these guys. You have unlimited funds, really, at your disposal to do this, so why not? That, that's, all, that's your obligation to make this product as good as it can be and, and to constantly develop talent. That is, at its core, what we must do, whether you're working for a small company or a big company, constantly develop talent, recruit talent, manage talent. Uh, and, and get them over and continue to feed that to an audience that is is just craving talent. So uh, it's their obligation to go after these guys. You can say it's predatorial, but at the end of the day, that's WWE's obligation, and they really needed to do it, if, like we talked about, all these injuries. Three hours of Raw every week, two hours of SmackDown, all the network programming.
2: Yeah, be- before we get to the WWE aspect of this, how much does this hurt New Japan? New Japan, over the past 18 months, had been on such a good run and had been on such a rise. How much is this going to hurt, do you think?
7: I'm I, sorry, you broke up. I didn't hear you.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I said over, over the past 18 months, New Japan had been on such a great run, especially because of guys like AJ and Nakamura. How much is this going to hurt New Japan, do you think?
7: Um, I, I, I think it's going to hurt them initially, and how much depends on um, how quickly they can, they can find the next generation of talent. We saw a little bit of it uh, at Wrestle Kingdom with Okada, now finally ascending. He is the uh, the representation of, of a new generation, the ace of the company, the new reigning IWGP champion, their version of the world title. Uh, so uh, they that's the first indication, but that was a story four years in the making. Um, and now they have to find new dancing partners for him, guys that they can rotate, both from North America, from Japan. And, and that's going to take time. You can't just cherry pick guys uh, like you did. You could 10, 20 years ago. So... Uh, it's almost like when they revamped New Japan. Uh, it didn't happen overnight. There are no quick fixes, but as long as you're consistent and you're, you have a, a, a game plan that you're confident in, uh, it, it can get done. And they just have to be disciplined to focus on those guys and, and stay with the, stay the right course and pick the right talent. But you're, you can't replace Nakamura with another Nakamura. You just have to find another guy that can be special in his own unique way. And you never know when that guy's going to come around. So you know, it, it, it's a patience thing, it's a discipline thing, and it's a timing thing. That's, that's show business, but it's also wrestling.
0: He is, Court Bauer, former WWE writer, now MLWRadio.com, and he joins us here on Jobbing Out. Court, now, from the other side of things, as far as integrating these guys into WWE, in this country, I think there's some certainly name value for AJ Styles, among, you know, fairly casual wrestling fans probably at least recognize the name, but among right. casual wrestling fans, I don't know that that's necessarily the case. For the rest of the guys, how quickly can you integrate them as as real players? Does it involve NXT? Does it go straight to the main roster? What, what's the best way to do this? Is it is it important to integrate them all together? We've heard the talk of the Balor Club. Like, What's the best way to go about doing this?
7: Um, from what I'm told, most of these deals are straight to main roster deals. They're not NXT deals. So... That would tell me that, yeah, and that's very unique right now to get those kind of deals. So, again, very unique environment, but they need guys that can go right to the main roster. So um, right there, that tells you that they're probably going to start on the main roster. I mean, I, probably, I, I, unless things change, they will start on the main roster. So that's something to consider. Uh, how they're bundled, uh, part of the Balor Club, part of something else, who knows? What I do know is that New Japan owns the rights to the Bullet Club. They actually patented it or uh, registered for U.S. trademark and patent on uh, the mark for Bullet uh, Club. But that's not to say that it can't be uh, licensed out to a third party, such as WWE. Uh, if you're in New Japan, how much money is left really in marketing that thing now? I mean, you have someone in Kenny Omega that's come in to uh, replace AJ Styles. He's been a part of the Bullet Club for a while, but now they're trying to get him to ascend to that, that ace role in the, the faction. Um, so they could stick with it, but it might might be a, a, a great time to cash out. Uh, I think WWE could do very well uh, with the WWE market Machine, with the Bullet Club. It would be unusual for them to do something like that. But uh, I also know that, know that there was overtures made to New Japan in the last twelve months to do some sort of content deal uh, with New Japan. So. They have done something that was unorthodox recently with, with regards to New Japan. they reached out, and we also saw Jushin Liger on NXT just a few months ago. So never say never. Uh, with Triple H, I can tell you it's a totally new ball game. Everything you uh, expected or anticipated from the WWE and how they engage talent, um, people they may have been at odds with in the past, it's, um, all those things, it's a whole new ball game. Everyone has a clean record most people i'd say uh and the way they engage things and how they do things are totally different under triple h and i think that's a really positive thing i really do i'm very optimistic
2: you know uh especially when it comes to nakamura obviously uh japanese talents in the past haven't necessarily been used the best how do you expect uh, how would you hope and how would you expect nakamura to be used especially if he goes straight to the main roster
7: oh you know um he is the exception to all rules um He's one of the few guys, many of the Japanese wrestlers come over, they, they, are, they are homesick. Um, or there's a culture shock. Or they don't get American culture, wrestling style, all that stuff. It, it's a different way of working everything. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, who I got to work with during my time with Ring of Honor, became good friends with, um, he loves American culture. He loves, <laughs> he loves American TV. He loves American uh, hip-hop. He loves American cigarettes, which is going to be interesting because Vince hates cigarettes. Um, so I'm very curious to see how he he uh, handles that. But uh, he shouldn't be one of those guys that has that kind of culture shock. I think he's going to be thrilled with the um, the ability to spend maybe two, three years over here and have fun, make great money. So he's going to be the exception of the Creatively, we don't know. We don't know. It's it's a, it's, it's a question mark because. You don't know with anyone. I don't care where they're from right now with WWE. They're, very, they, they're hot and cold, with, depending on who it is. Um, but there's now more than ever, the audience is so cutting-edge, sophisticated, and aware because of the Internet, because they've, they have easy access to New Japan and, and on access TV and their New Japan World Service and all these things that um, I think the fan now more than ever, the casual fan, um, is aware and, and, and they're going to see a guy like this and they're going to back him. So he's going to be an interesting sample to see how, we, you know, test sample, to see how this works. But I think the fans are going to be quick to take to him. And he's got so much charisma, uh, that as long as you have a good game plan and that's, a, that's a big, if, uh, it should be okay for him, but we'll see.
0: Is there any part of this that's an indictment on the WWE for their failures to to take their own? They have this group of, of mid-carders that have all had chances but have never really right. been pushed. When you mention the need because of how much they've been decimated by injury, doesn't it also reflect the, dude, how have you never been able to get more from... X to get more from, you know, insert name here and sort of indict them for their failures in that department that they need to reach out and bring in more talents.
7: It certainly helps. Uh, they also have overexposure uh, with all their talent, so it's harder to keep these guys special uh, in an era where you don't have prelim matches and squash matches and uh, you have three-hour Raws, and everyone's just going to be overexposed if they can stay healthy. Uh, and, and so... Uh, they're on a treadmill going at a high speed, and you're just going to break down and burn out very quickly. And it's just that's they're slave to that three hour model right now, and and uh, I, I feel real bad that they're in that position. But you know, it's a, it's a rights fee thing, and they are in the business of getting the best rights fee, and that's their obligation as a publicly traded company. Uh, but at the same time, I really do wish that they could get creative and somehow. Uh, jettison that, that, that hour, shift that hour to a Saturday or Sunday and still get maybe almost the whole 100% of that rights fee for that hour, but maybe do a wrap-up show or do a, a women's-only show with uh, with the women of, 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 of uh, WWE and NXT. Whatever you do, keep that show to two hours um, because three hours is just hard to keep fans engaged. Uh, look at the ratings for this past week. Look at the trends. Uh, the numbers don't lie. And I know for, for Vince, I mean, when I was there, I remember talking to him, like, what's your ideal... Uh, length of a show and he said 90 minutes but no network would ever want a 90 minute show obviously because it's that awkward what do you do with that 30 minutes um but (laughs) and it's true it's true if you look at 90 minutes that's a great period that's a great length of a show on top of that i remember the old uswa shows they were 90 minutes triple a does a 90 minute show uh the company i work with now and so yeah i I, if you look at that 90 minutes is perfect you can can have a few matches that go 20 north of 20 minutes get to some big angles uh, and and still want more. Two hours, you're you're getting close to having some filler. Uh, three hours, it's hard. It's a very hard. They're in a very hard climate right now because of that that third hour. All
0: right, let's uh, let's switch gears while we've got you, and we really appreciate yeah. the time. I know we've already uh, run really late with you, but just uh, let's squeeze in a little bit of talk with Court Bauer um, about the uh, the other big news this week. Of course, the injury to John Cena, and you as a writer, uh, I have no doubt had to go through this at times oh, yeah. where you were dealt a uh, hand that. Uh, was not ideal, obviously. Right. Can you take us through what what's what's going on, one, this week within the company, like what this looks like, and then give us an idea of if you were in their shoes, if you were on the writing team right now, what mm-hmm. you would be doing moving forward now without John Cena? Uh,
7: when that kind of news hits, you, you round up your, your inner circle, and you're, you, it's your obligation as a part of the inner circle to have a few ideas in the chamber and load on Vince, and he's going to possibly rapid-fire turn them all down. It's nothing <laughs> personal, but that's just the business. Um, and and from there, uh, you finally hopefully whittle it down to some idea that's really bankable uh, and, and, and quickly shift gears. It's WrestleMania season, so uh, not ideal, especially when you have to fill 110,000 seats in Dallas at a beautiful uh, stadium, uh, but that's what they're tasked with, and now more than ever, I would submit to you get a big truck 18-wheeler, full of cash, head down to the Broken Skull Ranch and see if uh, you can compel Steve Austin to dust off those black boots and give it one last run and fade off into that Dallas Sunset at WrestleMania 32. I don't know if he'd ever do it, but (laughs) uh, money can change a lot of things, I guess.
0: There's no doubt. And, and, And I guess that's the route it feels like we're all talking about, like... You, you, you can't just assume that you can fill you make it matter with the guys you have. You're going to have to go that route or hope that... You're going to have...
7: To, you need The Rock. You need Ronda. You need Steve Austin. You need, you need <laughs> right. Whoever you... Whoever, you need them all. Right. You're not just one. You need all of them and Brock Lesnar, and you have to make these big matches, and you have to set the table and get people charged up for that big show and keep their interest for several weeks. They need all that to click. Um and and I, I have no doubt Vince is going to think about all these options, and, and all you need is one or two of those to say yes, and we know The Rock is in. Um, so we'll see.
0: All right. Let me put this to both of you so that you can both tell me I'm an idiot, and then we'll go from there, all right? Right. You're a year into this experiment, and it looks more and more as though one, Phil Brooks, is not going to be getting a fight in the UFC. I think more right. and more people surrounding the UFC are saying, dude, this is not happening. Like it's just not. It is. It's it's not going to work. It was insane to think it ever could. And 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 really at this point, the UFC sitting around and waiting for the guy to turn forty before you ever give him a very low level fight. Do well, you, actually, you...
7: I, I heard I heard that he his opponent might be announced. Any
0: day well, okay then. Uh, all right. right. Yeah. Well then, there you go. That would that would but change I all doubt of us. Anyway. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I, I, I know it made me. I know I'm an idiot for it, but. Do you at least use the the negativity surrounding Phil Brooks and W in the UFC to to consider it wouldn't I don't know who it would be that there's you would have make the phone call. The right I know now. that
7: <laughs> All
0: right, so all well, of you you've 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 achieved what you need to achieve.
7: You know, it, it's it's gonna be one of those things where there's a lot of hard feelings. Um but again in wrestling you never say never. No, Bret Hart you know, came back. Yeah. But that's ten years they, they, later. You know. Virtually everyone. Yeah. we will be back. I just don't, it. It, don't uh, expect
0: to be yeah. Yeah. all right. All right. Very good. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Court, I know it's MLWradio.com. Do you want to tell everybody yep. about the site and all the different shows you guys have?
7: Sure. Uh, Jim Cornette has a show on our uh, podcast network. The Bullet Club has a show on our podcast network. The along Elite with MVP, Now. <laughs> Conan, uh, uh, Kevin Sullivan. Uh, former xwb writers do a writer's room show talking about their time and sharing stories but also tips for those that want to get into the wwe creative room and do their thing as a writer uh, so we have an eclectic group of people that come through and do uh, shows we do probably two or three shows a day some of them are premium only you can subscribe for just a month that won't for a dollar 99 or for a year for 1999 you get a ton of great podcasts and in all of our back archives we did a almost three-hour interview with the Ultimate Warrior of, of just about two, three years ago. Uh, we've had Steve Austin, Jim Ross, a who's who uh, on all our shows. So it, it's a real it's a real blast. Check us out at MLWRadio.com.
0: That's awesome. And you're on Twitter at Court Bauer, right? That's right. Very cool. Hey, Court, really appreciate you taking the time for us this week, man, as obviously there's a, a lot to digest in the world of professional <laughs> wrestling. And uh, oh, yeah. we'd love to do this again down the road if, if we could.
7: Oh, anytime. time. I'm just around the corner
0: from you guys. Thanks, Court.
7: Hey, no problem.
0: Hey, man, seriously, thank you for doing that. That was awesome. Get right. it going? I think he's already checked out.
7: All right.
0: No? Very good. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, bring me back up. and bring. Do, 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 do. All do, right. Do, do. Give me a little bit more on the gain, I think. Okay. Yeah. Check, 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 check. Check yeah.
2: one, two, three.
0: I think you need a little bit more. I think we both might need a little more on the gain. Check, check, check. Oh, that sounds good. I like that a lot. Give me you. Check, check one, yep, two. Sound, there we go. You sound good too.
2: Um, so how do you, you want to, we didn't touch on Heath Slater at all. Well, you want to just kind of um, jokingly wrap up and be like, hey, that was great. Also, one thing we didn't get to in the front.
0: Yeah, we can do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? That's, that's, we can do that.
2: And then Jer- we'll talk to Jericho. Yeah, yep,
0: then. yep, yep. Okay. That's exactly cool. what I was thinking. Alright. Three, two, one. Very cool. Appreciate Court Bauer hopping on with us here on Jobbing Out, Um, Aaron. Before we wrap up segment number two, some stuff that we left on the cutting room floor from segment number one that I just like
2: biggest news in the history of wrestling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could be if they had done it the right way. Um, just a couple leftovers from Raw that I wanted to touch on, one being uh, we finally see on TV the Social Outcasts, is what they're calling them now. I hate
2: that name, but I, I, think it's a, I love everything else I think about it's a it. dumb
0: name, too. The, the thing about this was, when they were doing it at house shows, I was really interested, mm-hmm. because the group included Darren Young, it included Damien Sandow, more importantly than anything. And Damien Sandow is wonderful, yes. and how they keep screwing this up is completely baffling yes. to me. Um, the group that we ended up seeing on Raw, obviously Heath Slater, What's Not the Love, and of course Bo Dallas is one of the best things in all of professional wrestling. I, I have I'm I know that Adam Rose, I should Adam
2: Rose just the way he interacted, you he, honestly you felt like the only guy who was actually comfortable up there. So there's something about it that makes me think that's going to I,
0: work. I hope you're right about that, but I just I'm betting against it. Probably Do, not. How many guys make it work on their four three package?
2: No, it, it's very true. I mean, here's the thing, and and you know, if this rumor about the Bullet Club is true, or I, I, you know, I, it's not confirmed yet about right. WWE buying the name of the Bullet Club. I wonder how much of this is just so. Hey, we need a four-person team. Oh, here. it sets
0: up perfectly for yeah. Survivor Series. Three
2: months, well, not Survivor ago. Series, but you you have I, them coming. Yeah, that was the shtick that I was I doing. I know, but you, God, by the you way, step all over it. By the way, you um. You, you want a big match for WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. You, you you go through a, a quick thing where the Bullet Club squashes the social outcast. Yeah. Who's the other four person team? well, there's the Wyatt a couple. Family. Yeah.
0: I yeah. Oh, mean, that that wouldn't suck. No, it wouldn't suck. I'm <laughs> not telling you it's a bad idea. I think it's I think the Bullet Club and the Wyatt Family would be a very good idea. But this is the problem now. I I like the Bullet Club with Finn Balor.
2: That's the question is Finn Balor involved
0: or Right. Not? And that's my my issue becomes I I don't want I think here's,
2: here's the problem, and as soon as this started coming out, I, I wondered about it. Do you want a situation where you're putting, you know, either AJ or Finn Balor is going to be in the other shadow? Like, I don't know. Okay, I, I hear I, I you, like, right. I like the idea of leaving them separated solely because, you know, both of them could really shine at right. the top of the card. You don't right. want one of them to be in, in the other shadow.
0: All right, let me, um, just, just for a thought... On this right Uh, because the other guy that's involved in this I have no interest in that's Curtis Axel I I'm so uninterested in Curtis Axel he's
2: But come on he's been in the Royal Rumble for a year now that's right (laughs)
0: that's right he's still see that was the best thing they ever did with the guy.
2: Uh, and I bet you, I mean, they did a WWE.com thing where he's like, i cause the big show was the first guy to, yeah. Chris Axel was like, I, I never was eliminated, eliminated from last the last one. Year. I'm gonna be number two. All right. I really, what I really want more than anything, I want, uh, Chris Axel to come out, get on the mic, and be like, I've been on for 364 <laughs> yeah, days. That would be re- And I want, um, either Spike Dudley or Scotty Too Hottie to come out and be like, you've been in a year? I've yeah, been, I've been for in for a decade. Because <laughs> right. both of them both yeah. have the, yeah, attack that's right, on behind.
0: All right. Um, I, look, I I like it as I like Heath Slater and I like Bo Dallas. I would like it a lot more if it was a group of Heath Slater, Bo Dallas, Darren Young, and Damian Sandow. Then that you have no my more prime time players. Well, but we don't really get a prime time players yeah, right now. I
2: know, but I'm still hoping to get.
0: Dude, I'm trust them. me. I love the prime time players, but I, I I really like Titus and Stardust, and I and I I've always told you I think that Titus should be a star right. in the WWE, and how they've screwed that up is completely beyond me. Um. But I'm interested only because I'm interested in just about anything that he Slater does, and obviously Bo Dallas is gold. So you you got me on that.
2: The the name's lame. they should have been the Fab Four.
0: Oh, it would be really good. It's really good. Uh, The other thing that we saw on Monday night, and it's always very difficult for me because I am an unabashed Chris Jericho. But it just
2: never matters. (laughs)
0: But, one, at this point it never matters, and two, it stinks. it's, It's beyond that it doesn't matter. It's not good. The, the, everything that he did on Monday night was bad. It was just, first of all, trying to... I, I don't know why. You want to have Chris Jericho involved in the New Day? It's great. Chris Jericho is a heel, and he supports the New Day. That's a great way to go about
2: well, it. Well, Jericho's never being a heel again.
0: And, and that's the issue, is that Jericho as a face is old. But the, it's his, never going to happen again. That's the problem. His stick is old. It doesn't work. What? what I, and who are you reaching out to?
2: You're, you're, you know the same well, not the same people, but the new generation of fans who cheered for they gutter, don't give an about gutter, Chris
0: Jericho, gutter
2: co, whatever. I mean the, that's the thing. Like
0: was. the but the new generation of fans is not interested. They just it doesn't right. do anything for them.
2: No, but you know it's a name, and the fact that he did come back and he you know was a presence on Raw as opposed to just showing up at the Royal Rumble. I mean, it I means right. he's going to most likely he's be working involved. a program.
0: But what really look, I I am all for a Jericho. Who program. Nakamura? Nakamura,
2: like that. All, that's the natural. You know, you have a guy who can work. Who's right. familiar with working the Japanese style? Japanese wrestlers.
0: And there's charisma, obviously. There, there's
2: charisma versus charisma, like. That's the match right there.
0: Well, well Daniel Bryan Nakamura is the well, match. Well,
2: Daniel Bryan Nakamura is the match, but I'm saying... By the way, Daniel Bryans
0: Bryan saying he wants to be cleared so that he can wrestle these guys. Of course he does. He wants to be cleared to be wrestling <laughs> he, anyone. He wants to be cleared to be <laughs> right. he
2: to clear so he can wrestle Heath Slater. Right. Like, let's now be now wait honest a second. You better
0: not be knocking Heath Slater.
2: Dude, I, did you see my Twitter know, when they came out? You
0: were stoked. Yeah, and look, the Rudy Tooty Booty thing is so dumb. I can't begin to put it into well, words. Well, not
2: just that... It's one thing if he said it once, but then he started chanting it. Oh, so bad. That's what was wrong with the tater tots thing. It wasn't that he said tater tater tots in a one-liner.
0: That's okay. Uh, and you know, the other thing, too, I, and I will differentiate, because I think I saw you say something about this. There is a different, differentiation. Right, because of the way they're trying B- to the portray Because Roman Reigns is supposed, is supposed to be a be badass, and Chris cold, Jericho right. is supposed to be sort of goofy. Right. I, I so, understand.
2: That. It's not a perfect, at the same time, it was just as bad as the line. Well, I'm not
0: trying to, I am certainly not trying to defend Rudy Tootie Booty. I assure right. no, you No, but I mean,
2: the, the problem with that, and it's quite frankly a problem they've been having with a lot of the faces, like you have. Bubba Ray Dudley. The they're not funny. The, well, it's not just they're not funny. They are trying so hard to get the crowd reaction, and the more you try, the more the crowd's going to react. You know, whenever Bubba stops in the middle of the matches, Church to the crowd and starts going, table, 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 I cringe so much. Yeah, it's weird. It's terrible. It's very uncomfortable. And it's the same kind of thing here. So they, they someone needs to, whoever's writing it, just say, stop. Tandering to the crowds. If, if the crowd likes something, they'll pick up on it, anyways. You don't need to feed a crowd and lead a crowd like that. No, it, it, in agreement. They will turn on
0: you. I, I'm in agreement on that. I, let me go one other thing on this though, which is, um, I, I, I think it speaks more to my frustration when it comes to the new day that this is the most awesome thing that you're doing, but yet it still feels so trapped, right? Like it still feels like what it should be. And that when you had a problem at the top of your card, you had built the new day up to the point where perhaps you could have injected them into the top of your card. And it seemed like that's what you were doing for a minute. And then nothing. Still good, though. I mean, just nothing. You, you want another group who the Bullet Club, especially if you
2: keep Finn part of it and it's just uh, AJ, Anderson, and Gallows? Right.
0: There you go. No, I'm, I'm not telling you that's a bad idea. I just still think that there should be more. They should be solving your issues at the top of the card. They should be involved with how you fix those problems, and they're still not. They're still messing around with Chris Jericho when he comes back. It's just not – I'm not getting what I need. We'll, we'll see. This, this very much, you
2: know, because of the Rumble, everything is gearing towards the Rumble. So we'll see what happens. It's very possible that this is just – you know, you take a deep breath here, they're, they're messing around, and then all of a sudden, boom. They oh go my and God, just...
0: how much would I, and this is the problem. He can't, because he's not going to win the title. But if this was a real Rumble match, and they had Big they E what, win no, it, there, I would S- you know ask myself.
2: There, there's just so much of a chance. No, no, there is right. not. Yes, there is. There is. No, there, there, there is. isn't. There, there is.
0: isn't, because you don't have to have the guy win the title.
2: But there's just so much, no, but you weren't going to have, first of all, you weren't going to have Big E in the title match if you weren't going to have him win the Rumble at WrestleMania. Say that again. I, I said that back. Yeah. You, 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 you weren't going to have him win the Rumble and main event WrestleMania See, if this he is, wasn't winning and, the title. And, and
0: this is where I'll, I'll tell you that I I'm, this is my disagreement with you. There's a lot you can do with the title where it doesn't have to be the main event of WrestleMania. And I think I
2: think with a, I think one of the things you're thinking about right now, and it, it has to do with when you were most a fan, which is the early... No, no. Best. There was an
0: era where they had two belts and they could do a lot of things. Right. But what I'm saying is right now, still, because of the number of part-timers that you use on your card... You do not have to have...
2: I don't think you want to, though. That's the thing. You want... You know, we, we talked about this four on. or five what, months what ago. What
0: were the plans for WrestleMania?
2: For Reigns and possibly either Lesnar or Triple it, H. It doing, looked
0: like Reigns-Triple H. That would It have looked been, like John Cena-Undertaker, and it looked like Brock Lesnar-Kevin Owens. Okay. None of those matches need to involve the championship. You do not need a belt in any no, of those no, matches.
3: No, but you
2: want the belt on one of those, because... It's like it's like I've been saying for months now. I think they're in a position where... And I may be wrong. I'm not Vince McMahon. I have no idea what Vince McMahon is thinking. <laughs> Nobody does yeah, because no he's doubt. Vince McMahon. If I'm WWE, you know, we're talking about this problem about how oh the part timers get more shine, where you don't want the WWE title buried on a WrestleMania card. You I, want it to I, be at worst the second biggest match. On I the card.
0: understand what you're saying, but um, you know, I, it's it's more a case for me of I need these guys doing things that matter. And this is a way to get that guy to do something that matters. You're doing all these other matches anyway. You don't, I just just, don't need it. I
2: I think that if Big E, if there was even a thought in hell of Big E winning the Rumble to become number one contender, then that thought in hell is still around saying, would this, how interesting would this be? I just, I
0: just, ugh.
2: See, I, I don't. I don't see it happening, but I didn't I see him winning the Rumble. I didn't either. see it
0: either way. i not right. it's more about the notion of it. And winning the Rumble is significant whether or not you become the champion. Right. To me. I
2: think I think we're in a world where if you're going to do something like this with a new star with a guy who wasn't in the picture before and you're putting him in the title match at WrestleMania that he's probably going to win it.
0: Jake the Snake Roberts is a Hall of Famer, and his story, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, is going to be available widely on iTunes next Tuesday. We're going to talk to him about it next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. This is Jobbing Out.
1: Thursday, January 28th, Michaels 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Maryland. The Super Brawl of Boxing. Yes, indeed. This is going to be a knockdown, drag-out time that you do not want to miss. Featuring Brian Bam Bam Halschlager versus Dallas Butts for the Super Heavyweight Championship Belt. Donald Wallace versus Tyrell Boyd for the Super Middleweight Championship Belt. Stephon McRae, outstanding basketball player from Stevenson University versus T.J. Muttinger for the Super Brawl Belt. Joey Veezy versus Andre Harris for their Super Brawl belt. You don't want to miss these guys. January 28th, Michael's 8th Avenue, Glen Burnie, Maryland. Doors open at six thirty. First fight at 8.15. Please be there on time. And for tickets, please go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. You might want to get the VIP seats. That comes with a free buffet before the fights start.
6: Jake the Snake Super Brawl of Boxing. Thursday, January 28th at Michael's 8th Avenue. Tickets start at $25. Call 410-375-9175 or visit BaltimoreBoxing.com. Looking for licensed Orioles and Ravens jewelry for the sports fan in your life? Charles Newsonoff & Sons Jewelers. 8720 Seder Hill Road in Parkville since 1923. Charles Newsonoff & Sons has provided the Baltimore area with affordable fine jewelry, quality repair workmanship, and a total devotion to customer service. Looking to pop the question? Charles Newsonoff & Sons has designer mountings and certified loose diamonds. Prices that can't be beat for the perfect proposal. Download their new app, the Vow Engagement Ring. Finder for iPhone or Android, and search styles, get prices, and even upload a picture of your hand and try rings on virtually. Charles Newsonoff and Sons, Orioles, Ravens Jewelry, and the Vow Engagement Ring Finder. Go to CharlesNewsonoff.com or call four ten six six one five zero five zero. Charles Newsonoff and Sons Jewelers, eighty seven twenty Seder
4: Hill Road in Parkville. Cool. Let's grow old together. Are you a believer in the Retriever? The UMBC Sports Marketing team is proud to support UMBC Athletics through marketing and promoting the UMBC Division I game day experience with giveaways, in-game entertainment, and much, much more. Tickets for Retriever action starts as low as $2. Follow UMBC Sports on Instagram at Retriever Believer and on Twitter at UMBC Sports Marketing for all your promotional updates of the Retrievers. For a complete schedule of UMBC Athletics, visit UMBCRetrievers.com. The UMBC Sports Marketing staff looks forward to seeing you as a retriever believer at the games
5: everyone knows the saying jack of all trades master of none but that doesn't apply to the bmw 5 series it's available with up to 445 horsepower it also has excellent fuel efficiency the bmw 5 series jack of all trades master of all trades hurry into your local bmw center and get attractive lease and finance options on the bmw 5 series bmw the ultimate driving machine
4: Visit Northwest BMW in Owings Mills.
3: Feel like you're being ripped off by ATMs? Go to Royal Farms. Our ATMs are surcharge-free. Need cash? Head to a Royal Farms fee-free ATM. Going anywhere else is a crime. Real fresh, real fast, real free. Royal Farms. A bank or credit card fee may apply.
0: All right, third and final segment of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark alongside Aaron Oster. And an absolute pleasure to be joined now by a Hall of Famer. And uh, I've had a chance to watch the documentary. We had uh, Diamond Dallas Page on in the fall, and we uh, were talking to him about it, and it is incredibly powerful. The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts is available on iTunes and On Demand next Tuesday the twelfth, and he is, of course, the great Jake the Snake Roberts. He joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Jake, it's Glenn and Aaron. Thank you so much for taking the time for us this week.
8: Oh man, it's my pleasure. Believe me guys. Thanks very much for having me on.
0: Hey man, I, I got a chance to watch the documentary. Incredibly, incredibly powerful stuff. Um I yeah. I, I know your I'm going to say this. I know your life was at stake, so I know how significant it was. But how difficult well like I think about the scene where where you you know you sort of relapsed at the airport, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I I yeah. cannot believe how hard that must have been to go through, oh, in the midst of a documentary. Like how
8: how yeah. Well, there were a lot of times you not know if you was going to get made or not, you know, because um, you know those, those slips man were so killer. It's a, it really blows your mind once you've made that commitment that you just got to stop. This is your last chance. What are you going to do? You know, in the beginning, I thought, well, maybe I'll last a week, (laughs) you know, and um, it wasn't much over that before I slipped, you know, and, um, you know, each time you slip, you gotta learn something, and you, you learn something about yourself, your commitment, your drive, you know, and your passion, and regardless of what you feel, you still slip, and it's so... Oh, it hurts so bad, man! Uh, I can't explain the pain and the shame. Shame is really big uh, that you go through when you wake up the next morning and realize what you've done again, and you can't believe you've done it because you've prayed for help and you got you know you got all this help around you, yet you're still screwed up. Um, Getting back up and, and starting over is the only thing you can do. But, man, at times, you just don't think you're going to make it. You know, you really don't.
0: What What made it work this time, Jake? Why, I, why did it work?
8: I think it was a combination of things. You know, I've been to several rehabs. And, and you know, I, I'm not proud that, um, you know, WWE helped me uh, many times going to rehab. And, uh, you know, this is really, really sad to say, but I had... The last rehab I did, I did for four friggin' months, <laughs> and I'm getting out that room. And what do I do? I pick up the phone, and call my dealer, and have him meet me at the end of the property.
0: That's, that's you a-
8: <laughs> And you don't know why you do it, but you did it. You know, and. Then the hate starts again. You know, it's a cycle. And I think the reason it worked with Dallas, number one, it wasn't a form of a couple of years. Uh, the other thing was BDP yoga. You know, um, it's, it's about endorphins. You know, the release of the endorphins, and you get that when you do the workout, and that starts you out on a positive day. Uh, my days are so much different if I don't work out and I do work out. If I just go do that workout for, you know, 30, 40 minutes and get those endorphins released, and it's like, okay, hell yeah, I'm going to win today, you know, I'm going to do something good today, you know, versus the, uh, okay, what's next, you know. Um. Uh-huh you got to have that passion and that drive, you know, and, and, and I got that from the release of the endorphins into my system each time I worked out, you know, and uh, eating right. Uh, changing, he changed everything on me, man. You know, the only thing I didn't get was it was a fresh title on my ass, man. That's all the only thing <laughs> I didn't get because he changed the way I think, uh, the way I talk, the way I, I perceive things. And even, even the clothes I wear, he changed that. You know, I used to wear all the t-shirts, oh, you see the one in the flick, of uh, waisted youth, with all these negative messages on you know. Okay, it's funny, haha, but it's not really funny, man. Because you're wearing all these negative messages, and he, and one day he's like, dude, go to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, great. What, what, you know, show me how not to make noise when I pee or what, you know, and uh, so, uh, I went to the bathroom, he's like, look at the mirror. And I had that shirt on. He's like, what does that shirt say? I'm like, well, wasted use. You know, what does really put out there? Oh, well, then I'm a loser. Yeah. Hmm. Is that the message you want to give everybody else? Yeah. And more importantly, is that the message you want to give yourself? Mm-hmm. No. Then don't wear it again. Wow. Yeah. So he went through my closet and got rid of all that crap. And um, I made some new T-shirts. I put my saying on there, which was... Um, Oh, my gosh, I had a brain fart. (laughs) Uh, My my history will not be my destiny.
0: That's cool. There we go. That's cool. You
8: know, and and that's one that I started to just tell myself daily. My history will not be my destiny. And then I got a big chalkboard, and I wrote down the things on one side that um, these are the things I'll gain if I continue my course. And here's what I lose if I continue my course. And uh, waking up each morning and seeing that walking downstairs, eating right, doing the workout, doing the next best thing, doing the next positive thing, saying the next positive thing. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times he says, Jake, shut up. You know, and he gets away with it. i let him get away with it. But he would stop me when I would start putting myself down. You know, and uh, you do that a lot when you're a junkie and a drunk, because you try to laugh at him. You know, you can You're doing all right. No, you're not, man. If you're laughing at yourself, you're not happy. You know? Mm-hmm. You're really not. And um, I had to quit putting myself down, you know. And he changed all that stuff for me, man. And uh, uh, the ending product is what I have now, which is a great, great life. Um, I'm happy. Um, I have my grandkids to play with. Uh, before, I couldn't even see them kids did me around those kids when I high and drunk. I can't blame them for that. Now I'm invited to Christmas dinners, uh, you know, uh, I'm the, I'm the cool grandpa, you know, of course we all know that, but, um, <laughs> you know, they look up to me now, you know, and, and that's quite a difference than walking into the house with my head low, you know, and uh, ashamed to even be there, you know, and... Uh, He's not only saved my life, man, he showed me life. He showed me life. And uh I am so fortunate to have him as a friend. I'm so fortunate to know him as a man. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to get his age, and I'll be just like him. <laughs> and you can tell him I said that. <laughs> uh,
2: when you uh, were approached to do this documentary... Was it something yeah. that you were initially, you were all in favor of, or was there a part of you that was like, I don't know if I want to let people into something that's this personal to me?
8: Uh, in, in the beginning, it was, hell no, I'm not doing that. You know, because, uh, you know, I've been burnt. You know, I got burnt really bad on a documentary, I won't even say the name, we all know what it is. It's crap, it was lies, it was, they conned me into the damn thing, um couple of my friends helped for that con job. Thank you, Mr. Funk. Uh, and, I,
0: I was not aware uh, of that. Wow. Oh, yeah,
8: yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And Terry uh, really signed me into that. And, uh, I was told two or three different things. I don't even want to go into it all. It doesn't matter. I, someday I'm going to live next to that guy that put that out and uh, take his kids to school, throw him in his yard, and put oil on his wife's back. Out of the to show him how much I love him. He knows what he did, and God will take care of that. I can't worry and 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 go on about that because he was very thankful. Not only did he tear me up, he, he he did a horrible job with my family too, you know. And it uh, really broke my mother's heart. And my God, you don't do that to me. You know, you can you can screw me all you want, but man, leave my damn mom alone, you know. Um. Yeah, in the beginning, whenever that was the my on I can't do that. He knew it. And I uh, down in Dallas, and I just told oh, not know, man, you know, uh, he said, how about it, if you have complete, full control, you kind of under the thing, even after it's done, if you don't ever want it to be seen, it will not be seen by anyone.
6: How's
8: that? Wow. And I said, you mean you're going to put all this time and money in? And... Uh, I watch it, and if I don't like it, it will never be seen. Bottom line. giving my word, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a, you know, I can't lose in that situation, you know, because, number one, I'll be sober, you know, and uh I'll benefit from that. If I didn't want to see it, or anybody else to see it, it won't be seen. So, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you, know, you see a couple of times a film where I'm telling you, to get the cameras where I'll slam your butt, you know, and I was quite serious about that. And, uh you know, they they kept those cameras there, you know, and uh, it was tough. Uh, I tell you, if you want to help getting sober, man, just have somebody following you around with a camera. Watch what you did for, you know, because uh, I mean, for a lot of us, drunks, we black out, and we can't remember it over have to see it but uh you start seeing yourself drunk and the stupid things that come out of your mouth and the games that you try to play on everybody around you it's insane you know it's like me at the airport saying i only had two drinks really (laughs) (laughs) he got one shoe on what the hell (laughs) you know um you know, you see that stuff and you just shake your head. and it, it hurts, man, but uh, you know, your skin gets a little bit thicker and it does help you not want to do it again. You know, um, I, I'm lucky that whenever I slipped, it was only for a few hours. There's some of us that slip and when they slip, they go out for a month. You know, and I, just, I didn't think anymore, man. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure I have one good good run out there left in me. I don't think I do.
6: Wow. Uh,
8: I think that if I ever did fall back into cocaine, thing would be dead
6: pretty quick. That'd be it. That'd be the end.
8: And uh, I have not done cocaine yet. And, uh, you know, I, although I did slip uh, five times in the early days, uh, I'd go out and have three or four shots and I'd stick my tail between my legs and crawl back in the house and try to lie. <laughs> you know? And uh, that's that's the book. That's one thing about a junkie, you did expect him to lie to you. <laughs> or junkie, he'll you know, steal from you, too. But uh, for Dallas to open the doors to his home, man, It's come on in here and take the chance. You may not burn the place down or whatever, <laughs> you know, and, and not give up on me. There was a couple, it was, there was a couple of times, man, and he almost said enough's enough, enough and, and threw his hands in the air. But, you know, he'd go off the stage and grab a hold of me and say, I got it. Let's try it this way now. And we had to try it two or three different ways, you know. Uh, you know, I started, I did the 90 on 90. That really helped. I think the biggest thing to help me was the commitment to go back on the anabuse. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to get a hold of Johnny Manziel right now to tell that boy he needs to go on anabuse and not terror. get off of it. Wow. And I understand why. I understand where his head's at. And I understand what what it is to be Jake the Snake or Johnny Mansell, Johnny Football, and you got all these expectations by other people, not on yourself, but by other people, man, that you know, start being the class clown for them. You start being the party guy for them. You know, back in the day, it, it used to be hell, man. You were traveling town to town to town, and you get to Detroit and you say, I got to go to the hotel. I got to check in. I need to get some rest. My God, I got a big show tonight. You off the plane. You go, to the plane. oh, there's a the limo driver that I didn't ask for. But he's a buddy. <laughs> and uh, he opens the car door, the door to his car. He says, come on, man, go with us. And you look in there and there's three nude strippers. <laughs> there's a pile of cocaine in the middle of the table.
1: Right.
8: And you say to yourself, you know, I can get that workout in later. <laughs> you know? And, and what happens is, is you go out with him you stand out all, the, all damn night. You do all that damn cocaine. You do the girls. You do everything. He drops you off at the airport. Damn near dead. You gotta get on a plane and go someplace right. else. And <laughs> guess what? Somebody else is waiting for you at the airport. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Well, Take the steak, I got to do it. Right. I, I got to do it. Maybe if I do it just a little bit, uh, I'll be able to, to make sure show tonight. Well, here we go again. So uh, it's a violent circle, man. It's, it's, it's something that's uh, corrupting our world. And uh, you know, I'm just. Grateful and thankful that I made it, and I want to get the word out there to everybody, man, that you don't have to go down, that you can beat it. But it takes a commitment, man, and it takes a circle of friends around you, and you've got to drop and move from those places that, that, that got you there, you know. Uh, they tell you in rehabs that you got to find new playthings and new playmates, and that's true. You can't go hang out with a bunch of damn drug addicts and not expect new drugs. You can't go to the bar and expect not to drink. So you gotta find new things to do in life. And uh, believe it or not, those new things are twice as much fun and you never have to be a thing about them. And you know, getting your, I got my kids back, man. And I, I got a life back. I got into uh, the Hall of Fame, which yeah, yeah. I did not think was ever going to happen because of what I'd done. And thank God that uh, this man's got fixed you know, because I, you uh, know, pretty sharp in that tongue, man. When I when I'm high, you know, <laughs> and, uh, said some horrible things that were not true. Maybe some of them were, but they were to be blurted out, you know. And uh, I'm just grateful to the whole world, man, because. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm out here now, and, um, I've got to get this book finished. I just I just moved to Vegas, and, uh, you know, it, it's beautiful out here. I love it out here, and, uh, living with my daughter, and, uh, I've got a guy that I'm training that is living with me also. Uh, I'll, I'll be a part of this new wrestling company, uh, that's going to kick in, uh, real soon. Uh, out here, we'll be running out of the Rio Hotel and Seager's Palace. That's cool. Um. I'm currently doing comedy, uh, ten times funnier than than, than, than anybody else that's out there. I mean, I don't, I don't know how the hell anybody can laugh at Jim Ross. That just befuddles me. And then, uh, you know, a, you know, it, what was I have one of the names, but <laughs> Uh, brain farts. Uh, what,
0: hey, I, 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 I get it. Let me let me plug JakeTheSnakeMovie.com real quick. I, I want yeah, to. I wanted to follow, uh, uh, Jake, you said something that's really interesting to me because you're in Vegas. Um, we, we know that Johnny Manziel enjoys Vegas. He just uh, likes yep. to put on a wig when he goes I out love there. I'd love
8: to bring him out here.
0: I was wondering that. The, the experience that you had with uh, Dallas, mm-hmm. w- would you be comfortable like offering yes. that to Johnny Manziel yes. to say, come stay yes, with me? I would. Wow. Yes,
8: I would. Yes, I would. Put that out there. Put that out there. And if somebody can get me in contact with him, do it. Because, uh, well, not only him, there's several of the guys that are screwing up out there and they're not even getting going. You know, it's like that Travon Boykin that screwed up, you know? Yeah, He's TCU, right? Be in a bowl game, and look what she just did.
0: That's
8: a great you know, point. I'd love to get a hold of him and set him down. Let will show you what I did in my career. At least I had a career before I blew it. <laughs> right. you know? right. Um, you know, sometimes I think about what I could have done had I not been high all the time. This man told me one time, Jake, we're not worried about you. We're worried about the guys that hang out with you.
0: <laughs>
8: because you'll still make the show and do your job. Right. But he said, what troubles us most about you, Jake, is we
0: don't know when you're
8: all high." I said, well, maybe I've never been straight. <laughs> That's not funny. You know? Uh,
0: it shouldn't be. I know it shouldn't be. I'm sorry.
8: I know, but it's true, man. I mean I still went out and get my job. Everybody else is hiding in a hotel room geeking whatever, I don't know. But uh you know in fact whatever yeah whenever, you know, whenever I get my very worst is when I'd go out and do my very best best because I felt like, you know, I was cheating the public and I just would not do that. And uh they'd say, Jake, you know, you just give us ten minutes hell i go out and do thirty. Because I felt like I wasn't going there right. You know, and that's just a shame, you know, uh, to love wrestling like I love wrestling, and uh, um, well, I don't even, that's whole this story, man. So, let's get Johnny Mendel out here. I'll take care of him. We, we, we'll
0: put it out there. I mean, we have no problem yeah, putting man, it out there. I think it's, absolutely. I think it's awesome. You know, I think it's a Got really,
8: it. I, will save his life for driving crazy, one of the two. <laughs> um,
0: you know, Jake. <sighs> Jake, you know, as you mentioned, you know, he hasn't had a career. You obviously had a Hall of Fame career yeah. already. Yeah. And, and one of the things we yeah. were thinking about is, um, there's always so much. We get to this time of year, we're going to have new Hall of Famers announced yeah. soon by the WWE. Yeah. Are there guys that you think to yourself, God, I really need to see this guy get in? It, it drives. Oh,
8: there's, there's tons. There's tons of them, man. You know, and there's so many guys that deserve to be in there that aren't in there. And there's you that are in there don't deserve to be in there but that's another story too um, yeah there's lots of guys there.
2: if you could advocate you know, for come. one person who would that be
8: well right now it'd have to be Dallas sure uh, for the simple fact for what he's doing he didn't have much of a career in the WWE he got screwed over Well, he, he did a different wrong thing with him there it didn't work out so well what he's doing for other people. If he's not a Hall of Famer, I'll kiss you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe absolutely. maybe he gets the Warrior Award. I don't know. Uh, the That's award like, that he gets should be above what, what I got. Because uh, it's one thing to have a career, but it's another thing to have a career and save people's lives. And he's doing that in such a big way. People have no idea how much time he spends doing that. You know, and... uh People he doesn't know, man. They're not, not his buddies. I'm talking about everybody and anybody. This guy's reaching out. And uh, I get it now because it's the same thing. Someone no walking or whatever. And, you know, I'm talking to them. And, you know, telling them about DDP yoga. Because you know, it works. It works in a big way. And, uh, you know, to see somebody lose weight, be able to have mobility back, and smile on their faces you know that's how you get high man
0: It's cool that's how you get
8: high
0: that's really cool um the the, the film is is unbelievably powerful and i'm, I'm telling you that as someone who I, and jake i'll admit to you i thought i've seen a bunch of documentaries before yeah. right you know like we've all seen i sat down and started watching and i, I really was only watching because we were having ddp on the show and i was right. glued i was hooked it is incredibly powerful, man. Oh. It It is something yeah. that people need to watch.
8: It is, man. It really is. And, uh, you know, I'm not about the rewards and all that stuff. It's probably a good thing if we don't get the Oscars thing because, man, that's all you need to see is me going down that red carpet. What the hell would I <laughs> it's right. about helping people. And uh, I know it helps people because uh, I've seen the people – at the screenings, come out of there crying. I've seen him at uh, slam Dance come out of there crying. Uh, I had a woman at Slam Dance say, thank you so much. And I said, well, where are you going in the Q&A? And she goes, I wrote somebody off, my very, very best friend. That's right. mm. And it's moments like those that go, okay, I did a good thing and let this thing go out. That's,
6: that's and, tremendous. Uh,
8: it was tough to let it go out, man. I mean, Jesus Christ, nobody wants to show everybody your warts and your bumps and your bruises. You know, it's just a great thing when I can show people a great highlight film of my career, but it's not a whole lot of fun showing the uh, train wrecks along the way. But, uh, you know, I had to make, and uh, I made the I made the right decision. You know, I put that stuff aside so, you know, I want to help people, man.
0: No, it's... it's... Yeah. I'm we're so glad that you did Jake we're so glad yeah. I, again the movie is out on iTunes and on demand on Tuesday com to find out more Jake we are um we're honored by you spending the time yeah. with us man and oh, and, no and we're and we're so glad that uh things have have turned around for you and oh, yeah,
8: uh, man, it's great bro. It's great. You know, the book will be out in several months and uh Watch for me on the comedy tour. Watch for me when you see the rest of something. It's called, uh, oh, what the hell? You're having a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me ask. I'll ask somebody. Hey, Daddy, what's the name of that wrestling company? <laughs> Classic Wrestling Revolution. There you go. Yeah, there you go. CWR. Damn. It's a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> You don't roll right off your tongue. <laughs> no, just keep your eyes open, man, and uh, God bless everybody. Listen on that iTunes thing, man. You need pre-order. Okay. Because if you pre-order, it moves the playlist. It moves it up the playlist. And, uh, of course, we all want to watch it on the time we want to watch it. So by doing, by pre-ordering, you move it up to the top of the playlist, and it'll be on there constantly.
6: Perfect.
0: Absolutely. Perfect. Do that right now. Hey, Jake, thank you so yeah, much. Ma'am. Thank you, guys. Thanks again to Jake the Snake Roberts. Appreciate him hopping on with us. Let's wind things down for uh, this week's edition of Jobbing Out, the 1st of 2016. Uh, We're not going to do a quick count because we just talked about everything that needs to be talked about To this point. We'll bring it back next week. It's just we've covered everything. So if there's something that somehow we missed... We'll get, to it next yeah, week. we'll get to it next week. Yeah, we'll get to it next week. And so let's get into the top five. And we're going to do this unique this week because um, normally during the quick count, I let you go off the reservation. But instead what I'm going to do, because I took away the quick count, is I'm going to let you go off the reservation for the top five. All How right. does that sound?
1: Uh,
2: I'll, I'll take that. Okay.
0: So um, WWE brings in four new stars. AJ
2: Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, who on my personal list, those were the top two guys who I thought WWE should bring in at some point. They, as far as guys who ha- at least... Guys who hadn't had an extended run in WWE okay. before. Like Kurt Angle might be on the top. Well, whatever.
0: sure, right. But, yes, All as right. far
2: as guys who hadn't had extended runs.
0: Um, who are the guys that are out there? Give me five guys that, that, as you mentioned, have not had extended runs in WWE. Some maybe popped up here and there. Yes. Uh, but give me five guys, because my list is one. <laughs> like, I've got one. He's the champion in Impact Wrestling right
2: oh, now. Oh, wait wait a second. He might be on my list as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I would hope
0: so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but give me your five guys that have not had that opportunity that you would like to see end up getting that chance with the biggest lights, brightest lights, mm-hmm. with the WWE. All right? All right.
2: I have a list of five guys, and what I did here, I took five guys from five different areas of the wrestling world. Okay. Uh, my first guy, he's he's more just an independent guy. He's not attached to one company, though he is involved in Lucha Underground, primarily, that's where most people know him, though he's under a mask and wrestles under a different name. Wrestled for New Japan this weekend, and he's just, he's an indie guy. He's uh, Ricochet. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Not familiar at all. Ricochet. He's also Prince Puma in Lucha Underground. He was the Lucha Underground champion for a while. He is, he's Neville, but to a slightly even more degree. He's crazy. He's one of the craziest high flyers you'll ever see. He's uh, dating Tessa Blanchard right oh, now. So, I know her. Uh, that, that's a great power couple right there. Right? Um, he's, yeah, he's what you think. You take you take Neville, you, A, you put him into American, so already he's a little bit more viable in the WWE landscape sure. because he doesn't have that crazy uh, British accent that Neville has that really I do think at this point is hurting him a little bit.
0: Uh, I don't disagree.
2: What? I don't disagree. Oh, you don't disagree. No. Okay. Uh, and he, he's a, just a, the best high flyer in the world right now. He does all sorts of crazy moves. He does, doesn't do the red arrow, but he does just about everything else. And hes I think he's faster than Neville. He's just very, very quick. They've had him wrestle. Uh, they've, the New Japan at Wrestle Kingdom, they had him team with Matt Seidel in the four-way tag match with the Young Bucks and everybody else involved with that match. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. He can go. He'd be a fantastic addition to NXT. And I think that if used properly, he could be that next great high flyer for WWE. Okay. All right. That's my number five. Uh, for number four, I move into Ring of Honor, and we've talked about this name before in the past. We've talked to him personally, Jay Lethal. Yeah, of course. Uh, Jay Lethal is, he's too good not to be in WWE. He can do so many different things. He can be a heel. He can be a face. He can do just about anything. He's a chameleon. They can, you know, if they want him as NXT, if they wanted to push him right to the main roster, he's there. There are a lot of feuds he could naturally do. I don't need to spend time extolling the virtues of Jay Lethal. Everyone knows how good Jay Lethal is. And uh, he'd be my number four.
0: Okay, number three. Uh,
2: moving uh, from America, I'm going down to Mexico now, and uh, he's someone who has really gotten noticed because of Lucha Underground. And uh, he's recently he started. He did one show outside of that. He did uh, wrestled Chris Hero in Chicago, and that's Pentagon Junior. For those who aren't familiar with Pentagon Junior, he is. Oh, boy. How to explain this without making it sound completely ridiculous, but uh, lovingly called a skeleton ninja. Oh. He's awesome. He's, All right. Um, Pentagon Jr., he took the gimmick of Pentagon. The Pentagon was a legendary wrestler in, okay. in Mexico. And one of the things they do a lot is they will kind of pass everything down. He took it, but he made it it's his own. It's a lot darker. He does a lot of martial arts, kind of MMA style. Uh, he has this trademark, which is... Uh, become a big thing. It's starting to get a big thing in America. It's now, you know, if Bullet Club is the number one independent shirt, the Sierra Miedo, the Zero Fear uh, shirt slogan is getting almost just as big as Bullet Club on the independent. you will see whenever you go out, you'll see the Pérez del Mall, you'll see the Sierra Miedo shirts uh, at independent shows. He's fantastic. I mean, the language barrier would be a big thing, but his presence, his look would be enough that people would be interested. You put him with a mouthpiece like they put him with Vampiro in yeah. Lucha Underground right now, uh, you put him with a mouthpiece, he would be fantastic. He's a, bra- a fantastic brawler is what he can do. He just His look is so unique and his skill set is so good that if he made it WWE again with foreign guys, it's always a crapshoot with exactly right. how well they would be used. But he's a guy who would be so good in that formula and something that they don't have. Okay. Uh, my number two, going across the seas, going out to Japan right now. We heard the name mentioned when it uh, when we had Kurt Bauer on. Okada, Okada is.
0: You talked to Okada, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. I,
2: I interviewed him. Uh, that was one of the more unique interviews I did because Japan still fully embraces the kayfabe when it comes to interviews. Ah. So he kayfabe me on a lot of answers. You know, I, he's about to wrestle this legendary guy in his uh, retirement match. He's just like, I don't really know who he is. He's just some guy. My next opponent. You know that sort of thing but uh, he's 27 years old. He's on top of the biggest company outside of North America in New Japan. He just had a passing of the torch moment with Tanahashi. So you can see that they want this guy to be the guy. And he's he's a stud. He he looks the part. He doesn't really talk, but again, his mannerisms has really caught on in America. He's a great wrestler. If AJ Styles wasn't the wrestler of the year in 2015. It was probably Okada as far as who the wrestler of the year was. Uh, he's young. He's talented. He's wrestled in America before. He was in TNA for a bit. And one of the things New Japan does, which I love it, I feel like every company should do this, they kind of have exchange programs where they intentionally, as guys are coming up through this, and they say, go spend a year in Mexico. Go spend a year in North America. Go spend a year in Europe. We want you to experience everything and bring it back here, so we don't have everybody wrestling the same style. Huh. We have different influence. It's That's so good. Yeah. But uh, he went to TNA, which was a debacle, and he like I brought it up to him, and he grimaced so hard. Wow. Just because they used it, they put him in like a, a what Green Hornet outfit, the, the kind of as a sidekick. It was it was really really bad. Um, but he's still more than willing and. He'd, he'd be fantastic he has the look he has the that's the thing his look is so good for wwe he's a, maybe slightly small but not overly okay but just the body type's good uh probably have to change his finisher because a short-arm lariat as cool as it looks and as much as new japan has built it up as a true finisher might not fly in wwe but uh he's awesome he's just awesome in every way and he would uh, be perfect in WWE. And I think he's going to be there eventually. And
0: that would have to mean that number one would be...
2: Of course, the one and only Ethan Carter. I mean, that—that I mean, that is the one thing. It's amazing that he ever left WWE, that they right. let him walk away. Right. Like, that's one of the most mind-boggling things. You know, there are some times when you can say a guy turned it into another gear after he left WWE. And you're like, okay, I get how WWE didn't see it at the time, but now maybe sees it. When it comes to Ethan Carter, like Derek Bateman, as terrible as the name was, like he was a highlight of the NXT when it was season four and five and on Hulu and everything. Like he was a major highlight of that show, and yet they let him walk away, and now he is, as you said,
0: he's a stud. I mean, he's, he's just a an stud absolute rockstar. And the
2: new TNA champion, which is interesting because apparently, according to backstage reports, that wasn't the original plan. They were thinking about putting it back on Lashley. And uh, now it's on EC3, so that's not a bad thing at all. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he'd be amazing.
0: Here's the one name that uh, you didn't mention that I'm a little bit disappointed by. Grado.
2: Oh, I mean, Grado would be
0: How you going to not bring up Grado as a guy <laughs> I mean, that should get a run in the WWE. I,
2: just bring all of uh, ICW in. Did, yeah, did you ever right. see the, the one tweet that there's a guy who... He does. He doesn't have a set theme. He does like parodies. He sings his own parody songs of "Forever" for whoever his opponent That's is. Great. So he he was facing one guy and he did a music video and entrance video to the Vanga Boys. Oh, God. it was tremendous, and like I, it, that sent me through a deep dive through YouTube and just some of these. Well, off the air, we'll look at it. I can get behind it. It is so. It's ICW, so fantastic. But I mean, the other names I could have said were the Young Bucks, for instance. Well, sure, right. I, there are a number of names I could have said. Those were my top five, and I wanted to try to get one from everywhere, but
0: yeah. All right. Very good. That is the top five, and that'll do it for this week's edition of the show. Aaron Oster, you are on Twitter. The A. Oster. Uh, we are on Twitter.
2: Jobbing Out Show.
0: Uh, our Gmail is?
2: Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. And what
0: do you have coming up at the, the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone? Uh,
2: Baltimore Sun just put out an article about Cena, so you can read that if you really want. Like We covered most of it here, but... If you want to read more I would words.
0: suggest that you should go read Aaron's yes, because exactly. I think Aaron does a phenomenal job. That's of...
2: absolutely right. And um, Rolling Stone, I put out an, an article about the people coming over a little bit more in depth on what I thought could happen. And we didn't really even talk about much about Anderson and Gallows. So for people who need reminders on who Anderson and Gallows are, it's in that Rolling Stone article. And, again, I've, I've been teasing an article for a while with a major international star. I think that's going to be coming out in the next couple weeks. So keep an okay. eye out for
0: that. Very good. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio, and, of course, LenClarkRadio.com is where you find my sports stuff. Uh, thank you all who support the show. Glad to be back doing it for you in 2016. And we will be back again next week. Thanks to our guest this week, Court Bauer. Thanks to Jake the Snake Roberts. And, again, the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts available next Tuesday on iTunes for uh, uh for Aaron for our silent partner AJ Francis uh, good luck against the Vikings this week in the playoffs I'm
7: Glenn. Good luck
3: not freezing
0: that's a fact this has been jobbing out